Welcome to Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast, your podcast dedicated to all things Animal Crossing. Episode 115 is brought to you by James Washington, one of our newest Patreon patrons. Today, Sergio and I will be answering the week's questions for the 100-day countdown, talking about a possible Wii U port, and the current state of Animal Crossing news. So to begin... Hello, Sergio. How you doing? Hi, Chewie. I'm doing pretty awesome. It's been a, another really good week. Like, honestly, this 2020 has <laughs> been great. And, you know, we're not even at the best part of it. <laughs> I How know. Are you? The best part is coming up. And yeah, no, I agree with you, Sergio. It's just been really good. <laughs> um, today, lots of progress was made. Um, I've gotten a better mock-up of the calendar now. All of the art is in for the show for the next couple of months. And then mm. I hit 10,000 subscribers on YouTube. So, awesome. you know, yeah, <laughs> yeah, big thing. And I'm really happy that people are enjoying our show and the podcast, obviously, you know, because right. I mean, this started the whole thing. <laughs> and <laughs> now it's just like, it's crazy to know that people are waiting anxiously every Tuesday for the podcast to pop up. <laughs> I know, and all of those people are going to be, you know, with us through this seven plus year journey <laughs> for New Horizons. <laughs> yeah, it's been so long, but we're we're nearly at the end there. Essentially, we've got seven Fridays left without this game, mm. which means on the eighth Friday we'll be good. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, I feel like there was something else I wanted to tell you. Oh, yeah. I beat Pokemon as well. I finally finished it up. Oh, that's right. That's right. <laughs> yeah. So I streamed it over the last two days because, oh, my goodness, that yes. ending is long. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> it's it's kind of too long. I kind of wish they uh, changed things around a bit. Because, yeah. Mm -hmm. um, and, you know, maybe I'll talk about that a little later. But who knows? For now, I beat Pokemon, and I'm happy that I can spend the rest of my two months playing Luigi's Mansion and Fire Emblem. <laughs> oh, nice, nice. Yeah, so, I mean, that's basically what's going to get me through these next eight weeks, seven weeks that we've got left. It's, uh, it's not long now. Yes. Um, mm -hmm. Yeah, essentially eight episodes left of the podcast before this game oh, comes out. Goodness. We're going to have to do a live show pretty soon. <laughs> yes, yes. Yeah, I'm thinking, yeah, very soon. We're going to have a whole <laughs> celebration extravaganza coming up. Um, nice. Cool. So let's go ahead and answer some of these questions for the week. We've got seven brand new questions to count down from day 58 through 52. So, yeah, as per usual, we're going to just be going through that 100-day countdown. And let's see what the questions are. The first question is from day 58. And that question was, your favorite museum artwork? So, Sergio, what, what do you have to say about this one? Mine is the Capitoline Wolf, also known as the Motherly Statue. It's the that statue mm -hmm. of a wolf that has two baby-like creatures beneath it. If it's the real one, if it's the fake one, it only has one. Uh, <laughs> I really like it because it's a wolf, but it's also because, you know, it's an animal and it matches Animal Crossing. So <laughs> I like that yeah. one. Yeah, I think what's cool about that one, too, is that this is the first game. Well, essentially, New Leaf was the first game to actually have statues and sculptures um, for the artwork. Before yeah. then, it was, yeah, before then, it was all portraits and paintings, right. you know? Right. Um, so I think they added, like, a lot of really cool things with that. This one was actually my second choice. Oh, nice. Um, but I decided to go with another one because I saw you already picked this one. I probably would have picked it. <laughs> but... 
I, I went the more classic route with mine, and I said the dynamic painting, which is based off the great wave of Kanagawa Hokusai. So mm. it's the, of course, famous. I mean, all of these are very famous pieces that they have. Yes. Um, but this one's the more Japanese painting with the wave over the mountain. And, right. you know, how you can tell if it's fake or not is if you... Um, if the mountain's bigger or smaller, if oh, it's yeah. a smaller mountain, I think it's the real one. <laughs> yes. Uh, yeah. But it's pretty fun that both of ours have like the different alternate version, right. you know? Um, because, and I like that they approached the artwork this way in New Leaf because before it was like you could put it up in your place and it looked normal essentially, but then you'd go talk to Blathers and he'd be like, oh, it's a fake. And then you'd put it back up in your place and it'd look like really messy, you know? Oh, okay. (laughs) Yeah. So it, it didn't really, um, capture that, like, it was a fake because it was just like, you know, <laughs> remade in some way. Yeah. So the New Leaf versions are like, here's the slightly different version of it. So we know it's fake because it's different. Right. You know? <laughs> um, so, yeah, no, that's how they um, essentially do the differences in the older games. And I remember being like, what? I would have noticed that if it looked like <laughs> that before I turned it oh, yeah. in. I can, I can tell this is a fake. Come on. <laughs> yeah, honestly, I'm hoping they change them around this time. Like the differences, I hope they make them different <laughs> this time. So we don't know what to expect now. Yeah, and I I mean, it'd still be really fun to have that idea run through because you never know if they're going to change it up again and just take it out. But right. I, think they'd, I think they'd keep it going, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, um, the next question is for Day 57. And the question was, your favorite holiday special characters. So these are special characters who essentially are, you know, they only appear during a holiday. It's different than other characters, special characters like, um, is it Katie, the little cat? that comes every once in a while right or, or phineas you know whenever you got a badge they come just when they come but these other special characters come specifically for a holiday so who's your favorite here my favorite is jingle i gotta go with the classic and <laughs> you know i i believe in his cause basically <laughs> of gift giving it's pretty awesome and he, he he's just like the classic reindeer you know um perfect yeah. for toy day yeah he's the black nose reindeer <laughs> <laughs> right yeah. Um I really like uh Jingle. That probably would have been my choice too. I feel like you're getting a lot of the choices that I would have made <laughs> this time around. Um but I was like, you know, I got to go with something that's like it's probably not my favorite aesthetically because he's actually kind of creepy, <laughs> but it's definitely my favorite in terms of like what is this right <laughs> um so i went with zipper t bunny um <laughs> famous for having a big creepy bunny mask and a zipper down the back <laughs> and you know uh, there's there's a lot of possibilities about who zipper t bunny is i like to think that t in the middle is a clue is right. it Mortimer? is it totakeke is it who else do we have <laughs> um there, there are a lot of characters right, that yeah. start with a T, you know? <laughs> um, I guess, who do, you, who do you think Zipper T-Bunny is? Oh, man. I, 
I got to think it's Tortimer. <laughs> he just <laughs> wants to be back in town, you know, in, in the spotlight a little bit. But yeah, he definitely doesn't like it when you look at the zipper. <laughs> yeah. And it wouldn't be the first time that Tortimer is dressing up either because we do have Cornimer in uh, Wild World <laughs> who does the Acorn Festival, you right. know. Um, which honestly, that's one of my favorites for sure too. <laughs> um, I just love that. It's so clearly Tortimer. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So question for day 56 was, what is your favorite KK Slider song? Sergio, what is your favorite? Ah, uh, nice. Excellent question. This one, my favorite is KK Moody introducing mm-hmm. New Leaf. As soon as I heard it, it was an instant classic. It hit me right in the feels. It's so emotional, but in a nice way. It's like a love song. I I like to imagine that it is. So, yeah, KK Moody. (laughs) Yeah, and that's a good uh, pick. I actually remember asking you what your top five favorites were. And you gave me a list very quickly. (laughs) Because, I mean, obviously, that's something you're going to know all the time. Um. But yeah, most of it was because I was getting you one of those music boxes um, that had a little KK Slider print on it. Yes, <laughs> but thank you. I, I wanted to make sure I got you a song that you liked a lot. So. Right. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, okay, cool. So my favorite is KK Jazz. And oh, nice. this is yeah, this is one that Pete mentioned last week when he was on the show, and I I just agree with him. I just like that song a lot. It's um even the intro I'm opening up to. So ah nice yeah, I think I think it's a great song. I think it's a lot of fun, and it just makes you feel good when you're listening to it. Yeah, and I want to say that was one of the originals, right, from Population Growing. Yeah, yeah, it's been throughout the games. Yeah. So. Yeah, and you know, I and I think this one recently became my favorite because I would normally say um, KK Techno Pop. Correct. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, just because I have like that that song's got history for me. Right. I ran into KK Slider my first time, and I was just like, "Dude, play whatever you want." And then he played it, and <laughs> I hated it. I was like, "What is this? This is mm, I don't know." <laughs> and then I put it. I put the you know the bootleg in the one that he sneaks into your pocket for free. And then I listened to that and I was just like, oh, this is, I get it now. <laughs> um, so now I I do still really love KK Technopop, but I think jazz right. has recently taken the lead for me. <laughs> um, so day 55, the question is, if you could add a new fruit to the game, what would it be? Um, Sergio, what are you thinking? I'm thinking limes or limones mm-hmm. in Spanish because, you know, lemon is nice, but you might agree with me that, you know, we, we want the green ones. We want the little green ones, <laughs> the, the limes here, lim, limon over there. The, the names are switched. I don't know why. So I would want those, you know, the, um, they have different different enough taste and I do <laughs> prefer limes. Yeah. Yeah. There's um, there there's a lot of room for them for sure. <laughs> <laughs> Um, because you know there are a lot of fruits that I'm surprised they haven't added yet too. Right. So, um, for me, I said just in general berries on bushes. Um, I don't. I guess it yes. didn't really matter what kind of berries, but when they introduced the bushes in New Leaf, when I saw those, I was like, oh, obviously you're gonna be putting these on the berries on these. You know, like it seemed like <laughs> yeah, the yeah. the thing to do when you did that, but. They didn't. And I was like, what? Come on. That's like, what are you thinking? (laughs) Right. 
Yeah. So uh, just in general, berries on bushes, that I, that's what I want. Um, and that would be a very nice opportunity for a Pokemon crossover because Pokemon has so many different berry types. Yeah, that's true. They they have just berries all over the place. Yeah. <laughs> so yeah, no, definitely you can do a Pokemon crossover there. Um, <laughs> all right. So where was I? Day 54, correct? Yes. Awesome. So day 54, this one's an evil question. Copper <laughs> or Booker? <laughs> what are you thinking, Sergio? Yeah, this this was definitely a tough choice, but I'm going to go with Copper because, I mean, I do like Booker, but I think he's just a little too careless, a little too much. <laughs> I know Copper is also a little too, you know, lenient, too strict, but I, I would prefer that. And honestly, I think part of that is because I had Booker in Madeira, so I'm kind of due for a change. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I guess you're right. Um, I, de I definitely had Booker as well. But I said Booker still just because I think <laughs> I really like his carelessness and kind of the way he approaches things like from throughout the games whenever I remember the first time walking into essentially the police station and you know you talk to a copper who's always standing outside ready to give you the latest news on the goings on <laughs> around town you know yeah and you're like oh how professional they're very cool and then you walk in and there's this guy just you know keeping watch over the lost and found <laughs> and he's like Oh, well, yeah, I guess you can take that. It, I don't think that's a problem. <laughs> and so he's just like, you know, he's giving stuff away all the time. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, and, you know, like, even if you leave that stuff, it never gets claimed. So it's really right. there for you to take it. <laughs> yeah. And the whole thing is just like a little joke with him being kind of a bad cop. <laughs> right. Yeah. And by bad, I mean, like, not great at his job. Yeah. <laughs> um. So yeah, I, I like I love them both though. I really hope they don't yes. um separate the two at yeah, this point. That'd be great. Yeah, because I, I think uh, it's just such a bummer that you either go with like the modern style police station with uh copper or you go with the more rustic one with Booker and I'm just like, nah, just give me just give me both of them. I don't care yeah. <laughs> if I, and let me just customize the look of the police station anyways. So Yes, that'll yeah. be ideal. Yeah, so, um, yeah, that's basically the thing with that one. And it was it was very hard to get the police station in that game. Um, mm -hmm. It just, like, it, it took time. It took effort. Yeah. Well, yeah. not really. You just really had to get lucky. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, all right, so day 53, the question is, your favorite special interaction? And there's some examples here, like hide-and-seek, lost objects, overheard conversations, museum or shop wanderers. Uh, what did you pick for this? I picked hide-and-seek. I don't know if it was introduced in New Leaf or if it was there before. If not, I would guess maybe City Folk introduced it. But, man, I remember the first time it happened in New Leaf. It actually happened, like, about six or eight months into the game for me. And I was blown away. Like, um, <laughs> Bianca asked me, hey, do you want to play hide-and-seek? And I was like wait, what? That's 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 possible here? And I loved it. She was very tricky. She hid behind a tree. I had a hard time finding her. So I very fondly remember that first time. And yeah, definitely my favorite interaction. Yeah, that's one of the really fun ones too. I like that they put the pressure on there by putting a timer and everything. Yeah. So it just makes it very hard to find them for sure. Um, my favorite, it's another one that, this one's pretty rare, and it's one that wasn't listed in the examples, but it's essentially whenever you got sent on a mission to find another villager and bring them back to a villager's house. 
Essentially, you'd be uh, talking to mm -hmm. them inside of their house, and then they'd be like, oh, can you bring so-and-so over? I need some, I have something to say to them, you know? Yeah. And so <laughs> you go and get them, they follow you to their place, you both walk in, and then you get to see this, like, really fun conversation play out and everything. Um, yeah. So that one, to me, it, like, it mixes a lot of things where it's, like, kind of hide-and-seek because you don't know where they're going to be. <laughs> and yeah, then on top, Yeah, and then on top of that, it's like... Um, it's it's one of those surprise interactions like sometimes you run right. into the villagers and they're just already talking you know um so yeah i feel like it mixes those two and it makes it pretty fun yeah mm -hmm. yeah so day 52 the question was will you be sharing your town with someone what are you thinking sergio <laughs> for me it's no at least on the local side of things but definitely um, like I mentioned before, I'm going to be gathering a ton of resources and I want pretty much anyone that's interested to have at it, if you will. So <laughs> everyone is welcome. Mm -hmm. Awesome. Yeah, for me, it's a maybe. <laughs> it's a maybe, a Mario. Um, but yeah, no, I don't know how we're going to go about playing because I know I want to get Jackie into the game and start playing it as well. So right. um, we'll we'll see how we approach it. But yeah, maybe she might play in my town. She might have her own. So we're going to see what happens with that. Nice. <laughs> yeah. So anyways, this week's questions were pretty fun. We're getting really close, essentially two days away oh, my. now from 50 days. Can you believe that? Yes, that's crazy. <laughs> it is insane how close we are to this point now. Um, it's been it's been a long wait. It's been essentially September 2018 was when we heard about this game, and it took them nine months to tell us something. But of course, we're going to talk about news <laughs> a little bit later. So Sergio, you came up with a real fun discussion for this next topic. What are you thinking? So it's it has to do with some rumors that have been floating out there. Uh, originally, it all began by uh, a rumor by Emily Rogers, who is pretty well known you know for getting nintendo information right ahead of time and some rumors that most of the time end up being correct so she mentioned that there's two more games that are gonna get we uh, ports from the wii u to the switch there were no other specifics so we don't really know what's going on but uh, a member of the IGN NBC podcast, uh, Pierre, he talked more about it and he kind of gave us more information. He said, the secret Wii U ports that are being discussed, one of them is a 9 out of 10 for me and one of them is more of a 6 out of 10. I really like what Nintendo did with their take on real-time strategy games, end quote. So if those rumors are to be believed, I think they are. Um, I think that comment about the real-time strategy games, it's most likely tied to the 9 out of 10 game. And if that's the case, I think it's they're talking about Pikmin 3. And that's also been rumored um, a Pikmin game on the Switch would be great. But when you look at the other side, the 6 out of 10, honestly, my first thought when I saw that number, I right away went to Amiibo Festival. <laughs> <laughs> so... It's very possible, you know, it, it, was a, it was a Wii U game, it didn't do its best or as well as it could have, I think part of it had to do with timing for sure, it came out at a time when people wanted a real mainline Animal Crossing game, so depending, if there is a port, depending on the timing, I think it could do much better, what, what are your thoughts on these rumors? Um, I think, I almost feel like 
They're not really pointing toward Animal Crossing <laughs> Amiibo Festival um, because I'm surprised it would get a 6 out of 10. <laughs> um, I guess to me, I kind of lean toward like Star Fox Zero maybe. Mm. Um, that uh, that feels like a possibility to me, but I don't know. I don't know. I, I'm trying to remember because I listen to the NVC podcast every week. I'm trying to remember what their thoughts were on Star Fox or other Wii U games. Um, I you know? gotcha. <laughs> um, but yeah, no, I mean, I'm still like totally open for, of course, Animal Crossing uh, Amiibo Festival coming over, but they'd have to make some changes for sure. <laughs> right. I just feel like the game as it is now, I don't think I want it again. I want something <laughs> pre uh, updated, you know? Yes, yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so, um, but yeah, I think Pikmin, that's got to happen. I feel like that's got to happen. Um, but at the same time, like, it's confusing for it to happen as well, because so many people have been waiting for that next Pikmin game. So right. mm -hmm. it, it, that one also falls in the realm of who knows? Because, <laughs> um, yeah, but, you know, obviously, they're saying real-time strategy and Nintendo's take on it is Pikmin, you know? Right. So mm -hmm. that's, I feel like that just tells us what it is. Yeah. <laughs> and then the other one's a six out of 10. <laughs> yeah. And that's, that's tough. Like, honestly, I cannot really think of any other six out of 10 game. I, you, you might be on, on, on the right track with Star Fox, but I think that was a little better than that. I remember the controls were very tricky, but the game was really fun. Yeah, yeah, you know, that that is what I've heard about it, at least. Like, people who have played it have come out of it going, like, once you get used to the controls, you like it a lot more. Yeah. Um, so, it, you know, it can be more positive, but who knows? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So, we wanted to discuss a few things. Like you said, the game would have to change if it's if Amiibo Festival it ends up on the Switch. And we each have a list. Uh, if you don't mind, I can go with mine. Uh, just some changes or additions that we would make to the game if it were to come to the Switch. And, of course, I think first and foremost, I, both of you and I have this online play would be mm -hmm. a must. It has to have that. Mm-hmm. Definitely. I do not want this game if it doesn't have online play yeah. <laughs> this time around. <laughs> um, it's just like, I don't know, it's it's something that should come standard at this point with all of Nintendo's games simply because like they're already charging for online multiplayer. They might as well make every game have online multiplayer and just up the ante a little bit more, make that more appealing for one. Um, mm -hmm. Because, you know, a lot of people can still get away with like, just not getting online and doing their own thing, which, you know, not everybody needs it. But occasionally there's that game where you're just like, man, I really just wish I could play this online. Why is that not an option? So, yeah, yeah, this one, it needs it. I feel like this needs to have online for sure. Yeah, definitely. And also related to multiplayer, um, this would be more of a local improvement to the experience. If you are able to scan with different controllers, you know, either whether it be a pro controller or a Joy-Con, it would be easier to, to have multiple controllers that can do the scanning of the Amiibo. Because on the Wii U, it was just the gamepad and you had to either kind of set it on the center table and then everyone would scan their Amiibo there or you would pass it around. So I feel like it would be easier if everyone is able to scan the Amiibo into their separate controllers. Yeah, you're right. Because it was kind of annoying having to pass around the, the gamepad every time, you know? Mm -hmm. um, it just didn't seem like... Um... 
I don't know. It just seems like something that you can easily overcome. But at the same time, you're like, oh, only one of these Joy-Con sides can scan an Amiibo. Right. Um, Or... You, but I don't know. I feel like there's ways around it that could make it work. Um, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> but yeah. But yeah, like passing the controller. I just uh, we don't want to do that anymore. <laughs> we want to <laughs> play with our own controller. Yeah, definitely. Then another thing that could happen wh- where this game uh, to come to the Switch, it might be time and it would be very nice to have new Animal Crossing Amiibo figures. You know, there's there's some key special characters that are missing to have an actual like amiibo figure, this could be the time to bring them. Yeah, there are so many figures that are missing. I yeah. keep a list on myself all the time just so I can always <laughs> look back. Um, but yeah, I mean they've and they've only really done the special characters too. So mm-hmm. the the amount of figures greatly is overshadowed by the amount of cards that are out there. Yes. Um, <laughs> Yeah, so I'm I'm down for more figures, especially ones with like the new costumes for the characters that we've seen so far. So Oh right, right. I think there's room for that for sure. Yeah. And you know, speaking of the costumes, I left my best feature for last. I think this would be amazing if they do it. So, you know, in Amiibo Festival, the more you play with a certain amiibo figure, you unlock different outfits for that special character. Mm-hmm. So Let's say if they bring this game to Switch and they're able to connect it to New Horizons. So the costumes that you unlock in Amiibo Festival Plus or or whatever they call it, what if they carry over to New Horizons? And then, for example, when you see Isabel, she might be wearing her new new regular outfit or one of the ones that you unlocked in Amiibo Festival. And it, it would probably be random, but it would be a nice way to get them to actually change their outfits like we do in the game, you know? Yeah, that would actually be pretty fun because you have like the villagers that can change their outfits pretty regularly. But the, right. you know, for a long time, Isabel was kind of the only one that did change throughout the year. Like she had her summer outfit, she had her winter outfit. And now it right. does seem like they are giving the special characters at least that. But it'd be pretty fun to see them in like other settings and seeing them wear just their day clothes, you know? Yes. Mm hmm. Yeah, so I really like that option, that idea a lot. It's pretty cool. <laughs> yeah, and I like that it's related to just like New Horizons versus it being in um, Amiibo Festival again. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah. Um, cool. So I guess I should go through my list. <laughs> yes. All right. So online play, we talked about it. It needs it. I just think yes. we need that. Um, my next one is going to sound kind of weird, but... It's also weird that it is a thing, but I don't want there to be a need for Amiibo with Amiibo Festival. Mm. Because um, <laughs> it's like a complete barrier to entry for this game. So you cannot buy a copy of Amiibo Festival and play it without an Amiibo. Literally, you have to scan in an Amiibo figure, an Animal Crossing Amiibo figure, to play it. Um, mm, because the, the menu, like the starting screen, actually, the start screen, yeah. it does not let you go past that start screen without an amiibo. You have to scan one in. Um, and it has to be an Animal Crossing one and it has to be a figure. Like you can't yes. just scan a card either. <laughs> yeah. Um, so, I mean, luckily they overcame that because, you know, the game came packed with one, uh, well, two amiibo. Right. So 
that's not a worry, but like if you ever see this game out in the wild, do not buy it without an amiibo. You will have to go back to the store and get oh, yeah. one. Um, <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, that's kind of what I mean, mean by that. But also there's another thing. When you're playing the board game mode, you have to roll the dice with your amiibo. You put it on there, you hold it, and then you remove it, and it'll roll the dice, right? Right. Why? Why is that the only functionality? <laughs> that's literally the only <laughs> thing you do with the amiibo. I, I just don't think it's needed. You know, it just feels like it's there simply. And, you know, for the most part, this game has been admitted to be made just because they wanted to make Animal Crossing amiibo, <laughs> which, duh, we we wanted them too. So <laughs> that's fine. But like at the same time, like come up with something that's a little bit more <laughs> than yeah. that you know yeah because <laughs> um, you know like for some people are collectors and they just want the amiibo to have them um but like say they got the game and they're like oh let me try this game out and then they find out oh i have to open up this amiibo that i don't want to open up because it's like my collector's edition i am not going to do that so i'm just never going to play this game right <laughs> um, but yeah like i don't know if if you're going to be forcing people to opening opening the amiibo then at least make them do something a little bit more than rolling the dice which is it's been a button command in mario party since the n64 come on <laughs> yeah yep <laughs> we just don't need it to be anymore um, okay, so the rest of mine, they they wouldn't do this, I don't think, just because I feel like this these ideas fall more into the category of Amiibo Festival 2 or just in general, brand new Animal Crossing Party game. <laughs> right. um, so this first one is I want more mini games and I want mini games to be happen during the board game. Um, yes. Because if you've played it, you don't play mini games during the board game. You literally just roll the dice. I mean, there's kind of mini games when there's like events and characters over and stuff, but it's like mm -hmm. the most game like they become is like draw this card or guess if the car next card I'm going to draw is higher or lower than this card. Right. <laughs> it's, it's really, it's not in depth or anything. Whereas right. like, Instead, you could have had like played with the daily activities that you have in Animal Crossing. There could be a fishing mini game, a bug catching mini game, a slingshotting one, an art collecting one. Like you could, uh, and I have ideas for these too. Like the art collecting one, you uh, the goal is to pick the right piece of art. Ba uh, like you get the mm. fake pieces and then the real piece, and you have to accurately <laughs> um, guess the real pieces more than everybody else you know right right um so yeah i i think there's fun things that you can turn daily activities into fun mini games to play each day you know and yeah. so like that's what it could be called like it's time for a daily activity at the end of your turn uh, or at the end of the round oh, you know right. and then you get thrown into this little game where it's like catch the most fish in two minutes or something like that you know right and so I just feel like that would have been a really cool thing to do with the game. Like, there's opportunities there. And then even, like, the holidays, they can turn them into fun little activities that you play. Um, mm -hmm. So, yeah, uh, that, like I said, this idea definitely screams more like, oh, this needs to be a new game for us right. to implement <laughs> this because we're not going to do it on this one, you know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. Um, the next one is I want them to, like, kind of implement the New Horizons look into it because at this point, like, New Horizons looks mm. different than what 
Animal Crossing Wii U would have looked like. Yes. Um, Because essentially we got those HD renders in Amiibo Festival. And yeah, they're really nice. But like the New Horizons ones are just like really nice. (laughs) Um, At this point, at least, I feel like everybody's like now used to the art style. And we're just like, yes, this game looks good. (laughs) Um, So I would say add some New Horizons costumes for the characters you play as. Give... um, uh nook timmy and tommy and isabel their new outfits for sure um and then outside of that i think the board game was nice but i was always a little bit sad that you could only play as the special characters i think i'd like to be able to scan in the regular amiibo cards and play as villagers as well yes definitely definitely um so yeah make a new game nintendo because this is more than important (laughs) yeah (laughs) And, you know, make it fun. Add some mini games. Do, do some cool stuff with it. Because there's th- that's just the saddest thing about this game for me. Because I, I like it. I do think it's really cute. But it's just like it doesn't play with the concept of Animal Crossing enough for me. Right. Gotcha. I, and, you know, to some extent it does. Like it captures like the daily living type of thing pretty well. All the little stories that your characters go through. Those are really nice. But overall, I just feel like there's more aspects to Animal Crossing that have that can be explored, you know? Yeah. And, you know, honestly, thinking about it, it might be based on who made the game. I feel like if somehow they could they were able to get, you know, the core development team to to be the ones in charge. They know how Animal Crossing is. They know what the fans uh, like about it because they are fans themselves. Mm-hmm. So they would definitely take all of that into account and make it really feel like Animal Crossing turned into a board game in a, a good one this time around. <laughs> yeah, for sure. Um I think they could definitely do some just better stuff with it. Uh, and, you know, just let somebody who actually really likes Animal Crossing and has played it and knows the concepts a lot make it. Um, yeah. Because, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, there, there are a lot of good ideas there that they just didn't get to. Right. <laughs> and the last question we have here is, do we actually want this? Do we actually want Amiibo Festival on the Switch? And if so, when do we want it? And... I would say, yes, I, I do want it. Like I said, I feel like a lot of the, uh, I mean, we can say maybe failure or disappointment, let's say, for Amiibo Festival was the timing. It came out at a time when everybody wanted a mainline game on the Wii U or at least an enhanced port of New Leaf. And then instead of we got this and it just wasn't one, pretty much nobody wanted it. Uh, you know, we made the most of it, but I feel like if it were to come to the Switch, after New Horizons, it would be a much better experience. And with that in mind, I would pick this game as for sometime around January 2021. That's usually when the Wii U ports come out for the Switch around January, maybe February. So I feel like that's enough time between New Horizons and this uh, potential port. Uh, people that have been playing New Horizons would get it either you know just to experience it if they haven't yet or to get the connectivity that it could offer so i feel like you know it's almost a year i feel like that that's good timing yeah you're right i feel like if it came out too soon i don't think anybody would be interested just because like we have this brand new animal crossing that already looks so great (laughs) and you know it's gonna have eight player multiplayer online already too so in many ways this new horizons is already winning this game for sure um (laughs) But, I mean, if it happens, I'd be open to it. 
but it needs some specific changes. And overall, I think they need to revisit this party game idea for Animal Crossing because I think it has so much potential for me and I just want to see it reach that, you know? Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so that's that's basically the main thing. I just want to see it be a real proper interpretation of what Animal Crossing would be as a party game. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cool. Um, so let's go ahead and move on to the next topic and it is all about Animal Crossing news. So the state of Animal Crossing news, to be exact. Yes. <laughs> um, we, you know, we are in, we're at the end of January at this point. We've seen Isabel tweet once at the very beginning of the month. It's oh, literally man. been 20 something days since she's last said anything <laughs> on Twitter. <laughs> and it's just like, what is going on? Is this game coming out in two months and you just don't care? Because <laughs> um, I, I think I have no doubt in my mind at this point, we're getting the game March 20th, 2020. It's yes. not getting delayed at this point. I think it's happening. Um, yes. It's just like, what is going on? Why aren't you talking about it? Like people are starting to forget, you know, people out there might not know what Animal Crossing is, and you're just not putting it out there, you know? Right. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did have some questions for us to discuss a little bit. So the first one was, how do you feel about the news we've gotten so far, Sergio? Honestly, I'm a little bit concerned. There's so many uh, thoughts or ideas, speculation as to why things are the way they are right now. Maybe they said, you know what? Yeah, we had to delay it uh, this this one time. It's going to be March 20, 2020, but we're going to be, you know, right at the deadline. We're probably not going to have marketing material until very l- close to release date. And maybe that's why we haven't seen pretty much anything. Uh, but this week we did see a couple of things. I thought it was very nice to see both Blathers and Mabel uh, because, you know, that kind of tells you, yeah, the Able Sisters are coming back. The museum is coming back. Little things like that. I, I just... I'm, I want to see things coming back. I don't want them to cut any features. And if we don't see anything, you know, people um, like us, you know, we're going to be a little bit concerned. I know Nintendo could just say, well, people will find out once they play the game. But I feel like that's not the right approach. So I'm, I'm still concerned, but I'm optimistic. Yeah, yeah. And uh, I mean... I, I think it's good that we're seeing little things here and there, but I'm getting to that point where I'm like, is this enough? Is <laughs> is this enough for me to be satisfied? And to a lot of, of extent, it is. <laughs> um, it was exciting to see that, like, you know, characters like Blathers and the Able Sisters are making an appearance because, you know, they've been staples of the series since it became one. So it makes sense for them to come back, but... You know, as we get closer, people are starting to get a little bit worried. They're like, what news is there? Like, is there just like nothing coming back and it's going to be all brand new? (laughs) But, you you know, people are getting to that point where they don't know. But like you, I'm also optimistic about it. Like, I feel like it just because they haven't said anything doesn't mean it's not quite in there yet because they're they're always Animal Crossing is a big game that's meant to be played over a long period of time. So I feel like there's always new discoveries as you play, you know? 
Yes. <laughs> yeah. So for me, I guess I'm glad we've gotten news. I like that we actually got some time during E3 this past year. <laughs> um, oh, yeah. I mean, it took them nine months, but I was going to be very upset if they didn't talk about it. So I'm glad they talked about it as much as they did and had like the treehouse segment as well as a trailer. And I was actually really surprised when they gave us news in September, you know? Um, I wasn't expecting it at that point. I was just like, oh, you know, it's, um, they'll probably save stuff for next year now just because the game is so far out at this point, but they showed right. it in September, you know? Um, but seeing as we haven't gotten anything yet this year, I'm just like, oh, okay. They probably showed it to us just to, you know, keep us busy for the next three, four months. <laughs> um, but yeah, I, I guess it just seems like Nintendo knew we'd be waiting a while and they needed to say something and give us something to hold us over. Right. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I, I like what we've seen. And since covering a lot more Animal Crossing stuff since this for this release and just like through the podcast and the videos, I've noticed that I feel like a lot of things have come to us a lot easier slash earlier. For example, when I think of... Recently, we've been seeing tweets that are showing off like marketing materials at like Walmart and Target and that sort of thing. And we're starting to see all of these like really nice renders that we saw just last month, you know, I think at the right. end of December they popped up. So yes, <laughs> it's funny to get like an early look at the renders that were going to be used in a month, you know. And so, like, to some extent, I'm like, oh, man, normally this would have been news as soon as it hit the shelves, you know, like this, uh, this would have been a brand new thing to look at. But now it's like, oh, yeah, we already saw this. How did we get this so early? <laughs> um, but yeah, it, it's kind of fun seeing how things are playing out this time around covering it more. So it makes me want to just like, go back and look through the history of like how Animal Crossing has been marketing marketed, you know? Mm, that's right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Eventually I'll make that video. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, so I guess, how do you feel about the amount of news we've gotten? Well, I would want a little more, but I guess the amount is fine. But my, I guess my biggest desire about the news is I want to hear it, as they say, from the horse's mouth. I don't want us to be fishing for information or renders from accessories or even magazine articles. I know those are more official, you know, than accessories, but I just want Nintendo to be more open about it. It doesn't have to be a direct if they don't want to do that or they don't have the resources or the timing or or what have you. I don't know what their uh, line of thinking might be, but they could always do even just a press release or even like a, an on-the-spot video upload. Like we wake up and there's a new official video on nintendo's youtube about animal crossing that, that could be that would be very significant i just want to hear it from them directly yeah that's and that helps a lot too because one of those things with that last set of renders that we got like they weren't from nintendo it was just from nowhere essentially <laughs> um to some extent it's from nintendo because obviously they're distributing this stuff right but, right but yeah i just want to see nintendo start tweeting about it start talking about it start feeling excited as excited as we are about it um so yeah no i agree i want to see those like random tweets in during the week in the evening time that always pop up that yeah so hopefully you know right mm -hmm. um for me i just want more of but of course i'm gonna want more you know <laughs> um but i remember i do remember going through what i call the drought 
with New Leaf where they said practically nothing in the three years that we were waiting for that game. Um, so I don't think anything will ever be that bad, at least, because, you know, like essentially we heard about the game in September. I think the worst wait part of that wait was the nine months between September 2018 and E3 2019 when we actually got news. Um, so, yeah, that wait was hard. But from there, it was like. June, we got news. September, we got news. January, we got news. And all this was all news straight from Nintendo, essentially. Yes. Like we got the E3 stuff. We got the direct stuff in September. And then there was that one little ad that we got in the beginning of January. So like pretty much every three months, we're getting something, um, which is a very nice change from like once a year. That was New Leaf, <laughs> you know? Right. Um. But yeah, basically, just don't. Uh, we've gotten more than New Leaf, so I'm happy with that. But I can always use more. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, so he- here's another question for you. So, like, why do you think that Animal Crossing news is so slow to come out? I think the biggest reason is because it's very hard to advertise Animal Crossing, especially to new players. You know, how do you? convince people that living another life on a game and paying a mortgage to a raccoon is fun and i mean we know it is and we cannot wait to do that but it's very difficult to put it in in perspective to somebody that hasn't played an an animal crossing game and also to somebody that hasn't played a game like animal crossing like a life sim um, a slice of life type of game you know those are very unique so i think that's the biggest part of that and it's hard to also advertise to new players and also to the fans uh they're very different markets because usually animal crossing fans are very very big fans so they're looking for something else that a new player is not looking for so you kind of have to do two rounds of advertising or advertising in two different ways i feel yeah yeah and you're totally right like we're huge animal crossing fans so the way we also like take news is very different than people who don't know anything about the game because <laughs> um, you know people make fun of our fandom all the time where it's just like oh man they're freaking out over bridges and noses and kneecaps yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you you know like that's the animal crossing fan base like we care about all of these really little insignificant details compared to everybody else <laughs> So, like, you know, any amount of news they give us is going to be like, it's a lot. It's a lot for us to handle. (laughs) Um, But, you know, like, they, I feel like they need to approach Animal Crossing. Well, I don't know if they need to approach Animal Crossing differently. In one way, yes, I feel like they can say more. But I feel like Nintendo itself feels they don't approach Animal Crossing the same way they approach other games. And I don't know quite what it is. I feel like maybe it's... Uh, just their overall thought of what the general gaming audience wants to see, you know? And right. and that doesn't really match up with how what type of game Animal Crossing is. And so maybe they're scared of showing more because they're like, oh, yeah, people are just going to see this and think it's a boring game. 
Um, but <laughs> but at the same time, I feel like uh, there are always new Animal Crossing players with with each game, and everybody who's new to it like takes interest from it from watching like people play the game, watching trailers. Like first off, like the trailers that they show are gonna get people to like look into this game because at first they're probably confused. They're like, "What is going yes. on with this game?" Yes, and then they go and watch people play it, and they're like, "Oh, I think I understand the appeal of this." <laughs> Yeah. Um, but really, I feel like nobody actually gets it until they actually play it, too. <laughs> that's true. So so maybe that's Nintendo thinking. Maybe they're just like, uh, you know, they're really only going to get it if they play it, you know. But I don't think that should stop them from putting out more news about it and telling people some cool things, you know. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So to kind of jump into this, like, how would you change the news for Animal Crossing? Oh man, well, if I was Nintendo, I would first and foremost, I would address the fans and by that I mean I would show everything that is returning from the previous games because I feel like that's their biggest concern. We want to know what's coming back. We, we just want to confirm that it's coming back. We don't need to know all the details, but we just want to know, you know, what stores are coming back. Are there going to be stores? How is it going to be? I would address all of that first in a very almost like a quick fire type of video, just showing everything. And then the fans are probably going to rewatch it 50 times over and, and they'll catch <laughs> all the details that we show, you know. After that, you're free to advertise differently to the people that are going to be new to the series. You can take it very slow and focus a lot on how your island life is going to be and just go from there. The fans are already going to be satisfied and they're also going to be looking forward to how things are going to start into the, to the new details. So by then, they're booked and you can focus on the new players i feel like that would be the best approach if i was nintendo that's what i would do yeah i think that's pretty cool i think um yeah i feel like that does go the route of just like here's what the fans want here's what the regular people need <laughs> yeah <laughs> um, so i do like that approach um me I would honestly just be hyping the game up way more than they are. <laughs> I think <laughs> Animal Crossing is about the real-time clock. I think it's about the daily activities and kind of seeing yourself progress over a long period of time, you know? Because mm -hmm. I think we, we talked about this a bit with Pete, but like one of the walls that a lot of people hit with Animal Crossing is that they can run out of gameplay in a day, you know? And then they think, oh man, what what am I playing this game for? Whereas... You, you you gotta understand that you are gonna be playing this game for a very long time. Like it's intended to be played over a long period of time, and you have to see the stuff build up as you go. You know. So yes. my approach would be to kind of show that off. So my plan would be like Monday, you show off a cool new recipe for something we haven't seen yet. You know, maybe it's like just browsing through the catalog and looking at stuff and then being like, oh, yeah, I'm totally going to craft this tomorrow, um, you know, to kind of show yeah. like maybe somebody's already at the end of the, their day and they're like ready to go and hang up the game, even though like, you know, that's not us. We can't relate to that. But, but you know, like some people will. So anyways, I'll say I'll craft that tomorrow. And then Tuesday rolls around and then it shows them collecting crafting materials. Maybe they can even like team up with their friends and be like, oh, let's collect some crafting materials together and build out this stuff, you know, 
And then Wednesday, you show them going to nooks and getting it crafted. Like they've already got all the materials they need. And they're like, oh, yeah, let's put this thing together. And then Thursday, like once it's all crafted, you can show them looking for a spot to place their item, you know. Mm, And so they place it down. They start setting their space up. And then Friday, you show them like being inspired by this area that they found and building it out a little more. And then Saturday you come back to it and you show they're setting uh, setting up a lot of things and it, they've got this whole cute little thing going on. And then Sunday, of course, it's the rest day. So you put the characters in, you p- throw some animals in there, put this whole recap of the experience, you know, how they got from point A of this p- space looking like nothing to point B of this place looking like a really awesome place to hang out. Yeah. Know? So honestly, that's that's how I would approach it. I would just say like, this is a game you play a little bit every single day and then after a while you see real progress you know yeah and you know what this this gives me a a great idea i think because we always say oh animal crossing doesn't really demo very well well what if nintendo does something like this and they put out a demo i would say not the week before maybe two or three weeks before the game comes out and it's a demo that you're going to be playing a little bit every day and you're going to be making the progress that you're describing here. Or maybe some other side activities, you know, like, oh, now that you have been playing four days, this other new store uh, opened up. Check it out. And you probably play 15 to 30 minutes of the demo every day. And then you play for a whole week. And the game tells you this is basically Animal Crossing. You play a little bit every day. Uh, you can also play a lot every day if you want. But it's mostly about coming back every day in Hopefully you haven't enticed enough. I feel like that would be a, a very nice way to do a demo. Yeah. And, you know, that's the other thing. Like, everybody always is like, Animal Crossing doesn't demo well. And it really just depends on how you approach it, for sure. I really like this yeah. idea of, like, what if it just limits you to 30 minutes a day? Like, you yes. can do 30 minutes a day for a week, and that's the demo. And people just get to experience, like, oh, man, look at all I did in 30 minutes every day. And when they get to that point where the place is like all nice and finished and then the demo's over and they're just like, I cannot wait to play this game. Yeah. (laughs) You know? Um, No, I really, I really like that approach a lot. I think that would be a cool thing to get. Plus, we'd get to play it early. Come on. Yes. (laughs) Uh, We want this game so bad, Nintendo. Do you know this? I I hope you do. (laughs) Um, So... Yeah, I don't know. But then also, like, how you approach it, it can also be a little bit tricky because maybe people already get attached to that map from the demo or, like, if it's one set one or does it take you through the intro, you know? Um, mm, right, right. You know, there's some, like, specifics. Like, once you decide on what you're doing, like, how are you going to approach that? What are you going to actually yes. allow players to do and experience? So, yeah, there's there's only so much. <laughs> um, but I'd download that demo and I'd play it with my eight different profiles oh, <laughs> every nice. day. Because that would give me, let's see, four hours of gameplay every day. Yeah. Yeah, so might as well. Nice. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then you have two Switches. You get a good eight hours every oh, day. Oh, my. <laughs> yeah, my work. Yeah, I would need to get a new Switch right away for that. <laughs> nice. Um, okay, so... To close out this little topic, when do you expect news to come? I'm still very hopeful that we're going to get a direct. And I'm not thinking it's going to be Animal Crossing Focus. I think it's going to be a general direct. And they're really going to talk about Animal Crossing New Horizons a good bit. Because it's it's going to be the next big release. And I'm 
pegging it for before February 20, so that gives us more than a month before release. That That's what I'm still hopeful for. <laughs> awesome. So, yeah, I, I think that's a good amount of time. I am also right there. I think February, I'm expecting a February direct at this point. Um, you said before uh, the 20th, which is a month away. In the past, I said an AC direct on the 20th. Um, hmm. I'm still down for them to do that, but I'm starting to think that <laughs> Treehouse that we got at E3 was our Animal Crossing direct. <laughs> oh, that's true. Oh, which would be sad because I do want more Nintendo. Don't don't get me wrong here. <laughs> yeah. Um, but yeah, I think early February. Um, so in about, I guess, maybe next week from from this episode you know yeah maybe yeah. we'll get an announcement then <laughs> um if not maybe the week after that but definitely the first half of february for me um, nice mm -hmm. yeah cool so let's go ahead and close out the show with our haken's islander corner so every single week we ask our patrons on patreon a question and then read their answers for you here on the show this week's question was your favorite special interaction. And like I said earlier, the examples were the hide and seek, lost objects, overheard conversations, museum or shops, wanderers, etc. So Sergio, let's go back and forth on these. Do you want to start? Sure. The first answer is by Grizzly Nina. And she said, I love hide and seek. I especially love how you can cut down the tree in front of a hiding villager and they'll freak out <laughs> too cute oh i should have done that with bianca <laughs> i totally i picked this one because i didn't know this was a thing and that's a really cool <laughs> that you can actually like disturb their hiding spot and make them scared yeah um i really like that they planned out things for that i really wonder who they have testing these games all the time just to figure <laughs> out oh, there's something that you can do and nothing special really happened. We probably should make something special yeah. happen. Um, yep. So yeah, no, I'm really down for that to get to continue happening. <laughs> <laughs> nice. So Janice Patterson said, overheard conversations are my favorite simply because it's always fun to see what they're talking about. And of course, if you've ever seen one walk away mad at the other, you wonder what was said. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, they definitely play off of the like, if you don't get into this conversation quick, you're really going to miss something, especially something that could be important and cause some emotion to happen. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those are those are pretty awesome. Yeah, I like them a lot. Yeah. So Chai Cat says, I love seeing what petitions the villagers come up with when they ask you to go to a friend's town for signatures. Some favorites are Stubborn Old Man Day. <laughs> Why? Because I said so. And fondue for everyone, to name a few. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, those petitions, they were always really like exciting when they happened because you're like, oh, no, now the race is on. I've got to get yeah. this thing signed. Otherwise, when who knows? So you're just asking around, getting people to open their, their towns <laughs> up. And yeah, I guess what I like about that one, too, is just that like it forces you to go somewhere else and talk to people. Yes. <laughs> so, yeah, I appreciate those a lot. Um, so Chai Cat said, I love seeing what petitions the villagers. No. Oh, wait, oh, we, we did that one. Oh, Ella. Yeah, yeah, sorry. Uh, <laughs> I'm all mixed up today. So Ella Walker said, overheard conversations. I love seeing my villagers interact with each other. It makes my town feel more lively when I'm not the only one talking to them. It also mm. further demonstrates their personalities and how some of them clash in a humorous way. Um, I, I picked this one because, you know, the overheard conversations are very popular in these comments. But this one also points out, like, 
this this is your opportunity to get more depth out of the villagers, you know? Because I think yes. a lot of people's complaints with New Leaf was just, like, how their personalities didn't feel as much of a personality, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so this was, this was the chance, essentially. Like, you could talk to your villagers and together, and it showed a lot more how their personalities came into play, you know? Yes, and, and the clashing between them, if you know, if there's eight, but when you look at the different ways you can clash all eight between themselves, there's so many different possibilities. And I think the conversations definitely carry that and there's so many different ones. That they're pretty awesome. Yeah, definitely. So Riley G says, I love doing chores or errands in the original Animal Crossing, hoping and praying they bring that back in this game. Yes, that's a very, <laughs> very nice one. And that would be a great throwback from the very first game for sure. Yeah, this is this is something people have been asking for to come back forever. <laughs> and right. I think we're if it's not in this one, we're going to keep asking because it was a really good way <laughs> to kind of extend your day's gameplay, you know, but then on top of that like force you not really force you but like inspire you to talk to villagers more um i feel that's why like the the interactions with villagers in the first game were so strong it's because you were interacting with them as much as you were just to at least do some chores and run some errands you know right (laughs) yeah so the last answer is from leto jager and they said I remember in the Wild World days, it was so cool inviting an animal over to my house and setting the date and time. Keeping my DS on me and waiting in my house for my neighbor to arrive was great. Yeah, and this one was one that came up in New Leaf a lot too, you know? Um, mm-hmm. Where you know, a villager would essentially say, hey, do you want to hang out? And they'd say, oh, you can hang out at my place or your place. Um and essentially, you'd have to set an alarm because I I would forget all the time and they'd be yeah. really sad that I didn't come yeah. and hang out. So in many ways, it made me sad. But when you did get to have them over, it was really special. It was like a nice little treat, you know? Yes. <laughs> yeah. And it's one of the I it's a little thing, but it, it's one of the few cases where we have a different camera angle going on where you're not in the center of the screen. Um, Cause like if they decide to not, if when they knock the door, it essentially like zooms out and you're somewhere in your room. It's not the center most yes. of the time. And then right. you get to see like the place in a different setting. So I appreciate that for <laughs> sure. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, cool. Uh, well, Sergio, do you have anything else to say about any of the topics we covered today on the show? No, very nice topic, very nice discussions, and, you know, I'm starting to really feel the hype. Um, <laughs> it's it's getting to me, and I love it. <laughs> yes, we are so close at this point, in a couple of days from the day this episode airs, four days for us, <laughs> but we're going to be essentially 50 days away from this game. It is oh. so close that we're we're already halfway through this countdown. It's insane. Yes. I can't believe it. <laughs> it's flying by, yeah. Yeah. Um, so thank you all so much for tuning in to this episode of Haken, an Animal Crossing podcast. Don't want the episode to end? Well, you can keep the conversation going by Nintendo switching over to our Discord. Just follow the link in the description, and you can talk with other people who love Animal Crossing as much as you do, including Sergio and me. Want to support the show in a bigger way and get your voice heard during the show? Visit patreon.com slash Nintendo. You can 
support our show with just one dollar, have an episode dedicated to you, get special access to a secret room on Discord, join in on the Haken Islander Corner, and even read a monthly newsletter covering all things Haken and Chewy plays. And this month's newsletter is already out, and you can get a sneak peek of the calendar that is coming out very soon, if not if it's not already available for you all to pre-order. So take a look there. Nice. Um, we really appreciate your support and put your money towards some awesome things on the show. Tuned in on YouTube? The comments are a great place to let us know your answers to Haken, to the Haken Islander Corner. What is your favorite special interaction in Animal Crossing? If you dig what you hear, Pete, please KK slide over to that review section on your platform of choice. Let people know what they're missing out on. Haken is a wild production brought to you by Chewy, Sergio, and all of our patrons. We thank you for listening, and we hope you have a great week. Goodbye, everybody.